excited to finally get to say this again. Welcome to the Content Lab, the weekly podcast for content marketers about the strategies and tools you need to create the addictive content your audience will love. I am back, ladies and gents, your host, Liz Murphy, Impacts Director of Web and Interactive Content. It is 2019, and I am so very excited. But before I get into why, I do want to throw out one little piece of housekeeping that you may have noticed. Content Lab is actually now going to be coming to you weekly on Fridays instead of on Wednesdays. Still at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, but just a little shift in the day of the week. Other than that, everything's all gravy. So for the vast majority of the past month, I've lived in a holiday-induced haze of drifting between eating pie and then feeling shame about eating the pie while lifting at the gym. So I'm ready to shake off the cobwebs, you know what I mean? And that's the best part of a new year because it's it's a new, I know it's such a cliche, but it's a new beginning. And I'm a big fan of fresh starts. So This episode, I want to spend a little time sharing with you what's on my mind for the coming year. And that's both with content creation, but also for the content lab. So what are my content obsessions going to be in 2019? First and foremost, I can't believe I'm even going to say this after I've been dragging my feet for how many years? I want to think with a more video first mindset, or at least with a mindset that embraces video as equally as I do writing. The obvious reason being that while there will always be space for the written word, I mean, written content is not going anywhere. Video is one of the most effective and quickest ways to establish trust with an audience or an individual and and foster that more human to human connection that we're all craving. Also, admittedly, I've spent more than a week editing Mariah Anderson's utterly inspiring video for sales getting started guide, which you can find at impactbnd.com forward slash video dash for dash sales. So I kind of have video on the brain right now. As an extension of this goal, my objective for this year that I'm particularly excited about is ensuring impact is a best in class example of how to use video in content and marketing. So I've been pushing myself to create more video personally because it's not something I'm necessarily comfortable with. Um, You know, nobody's really comfortable with getting in front of a video camera or, well, okay, maybe there are people who are comfortable getting in front of a video camera with no problem, but I have not historically been one of those people. So I have been challenging myself to fire up Vidyard Go Video, which is this free extension for Chrome that allows you to do talking head videos and screen shares and all of this really cool stuff. Um, without having to get too technical or involved with uh, video technology. And I've been trying to make more email messages, more videos for articles for impact. Uh, I actually even wrote an article not too long ago about how to be more likable and comfortable on camera, which included a video. And I felt like I had peaked for 2019, but it was only 2018. I'll make sure to include that article in the show notes. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited to dive more into video and really start thinking more reflexively about video as part of my content mix because that's not something I've done a very good job of. It's always write the content and then somebody comes to me and says, hey, this is a high performing piece of content. We should go ahead and create a video about it. And I just want to be more proactive and strategic and think about those things in advance. All right. So next 
I want to also be more open-minded about robots and how AI will shape the future of what I do as a content creator. To be honest, I've always feared the moment when they would design an AI that could flawlessly mimic my writing style and endless devotion to the original Law & Order series. But after learning about what Forbes is doing with AI to empower their writers with a more bionic approach to robots, I, I'm intrigued. For those who haven't heard about what Forbes is doing, here's kind of the 411. They're using a CMS, a, a content management system called Birdie. And Birdie uses artificial intelligence already to suggest headlines and propose topics for Forbes contributors based on what they've written about in the past, which is, you know, that's a cool thing. But the big deal news here is that they're currently testing within Birdie an AI-driven tool that gives Forbes writers a very rough draft that they can build upon instead of having to start a new article from scratch. So in addition to some starting copy, this rough draft might include links to other resources, whether that be things that they have written about on Forbes in the past or third-party resources from different websites. And they might also actually include images as well. So I'm trying to not be so afraid of robots because Forbes and AI, they're they're working to create this bionic relationship. I mean, just imagine never having to be bossed around or mocked by a blank screen ever again. Never having to create something from nothing because your new best robot friend has already curated some raw materials for the express purpose of empowering you to write something powerful and valuable, not to replace what you're doing. It's this idea of content creation bionics that I find so fascinating, where you're leveraging AI almost with like an inbound mindset, right? You're leveraging AI with a how can we help humans approach rather than a how can we replace humans one. And I had never really considered that before. Now, in my original article that talks about the Forbes AI birdie explosion fun time, which again, I'll link in the show notes. I I initially, I was concerned that this was pretty much going to remain something that was a luxury for the big boys and the big media publishers who had expansive line items in their budgets for technology and innovation, right? I mean, that's not something that really sounds terribly accessible for small businesses, agencies, and maybe small and medium-sized publishers. But yesterday, I was introduced to an AI-driven research brief tool called Content Brief. Now, Content Brief comes from a company called Endash.co, and it's based off of this similar model of providing AI research on a search term input by a human that they wish to write about. So I took this for a test drive with the term, why website accessibility is important for businesses because it actually says, you know, put in a, a long string query, you know, put in exactly the subject that you want to be writing about. So I really challenged it. And within minutes, I couldn't believe it. I received an email that linked out to an extensive set of resources in this content brief. Um, the only thing is obviously like unlike Birdie, which is really geared toward giving you a, a draft, a starting point from which to build upon. N-Dash's content brief 
is clearly a robot robot aggregated set of statistics summaries and links like there are missing words it's in bullet points tons of tons of stuff there but it's tons of really valuable stuff enough that i definitely want to keep testing this out and keep using it because it brought together so many resources about website accessibility that i would have had to go out and independently mine for myself and many of those i'm actually not sure i would have found um, still, you know, having taken a look through the results, at least at a cursory level, um, you know, you still need to go out and do a little bit more research after using it. But I will say, uh, if I were to have a content brief generated for me like this, every single time I wrote an article that required research, it would definitely feel a lot more comforting than, you know, starting from scratch with that blank screen. Um, I've gone ahead, obviously, and linked to this in the show notes. But if you want to go ahead and navigate to it directly, you can find it at n-.co forward slash content hyphen brief. It's free. You don't have to sign up to use it. You do have to give you give them your email address because that's where it sends all the information. But I would highly recommend checking it out, taking it for a test drive. And I'd really love to get your feedback on it as well. My, my testing so far with it has been rather limited, but so far what I've seen is, is really promising. Okay, so third, I want to bring more order and focus to the idea of pillar content and topic cluster strategies. Now, I don't want to dive too deeply into what I mean by this at the moment because I want to be a little bit mysterious. I'm still working on a lot of exciting things in this area, and the results of my extensive testing are not quite in yet. That said, let's talk about the problem that I've identified and what the heck I'm even talking about. Search engines, particularly Google, tend to favor websites with a limited number of focus areas, preferably one, and meaning Google wants to be able to scan a website and say, oh, this website is about this one single topic or two single topics, like digital marketing or, in the case of the Shroots, beet farming. The topic cluster model brings some semblance of order to content strategies that were once completely arbitrary and scattershot while surfacing the larger topics that we want to be known for to search engines. But we're still not too far away from organizations having, well, you know what? Tons of random topic clusters floating around in cyberspace completely disconnected from one another. So my goal this year is to solve for that in a way that brings even more order to the way we develop content strategies, brings more focus and alignment around what we should be writing content and filming content about, and helps us better network our content for search engine visibility. So for now, stay tuned on that front. I promise I'll have more to share with you soon. Okay, additionally, a goal I'm carrying over from last year is to continue to push the boundaries of what it means to create content that is as absurdly helpful as possible. So our mission here at Impact is to be obsessed with leading those within our community, readers, clients, wombats, whomever's really into digital marketing, to success, to make your jobs easier every single day. So if I'm not pushing myself to give more, to do more, to show more, then I'm not doing my job. That may sound overly simplistic, but we believe that this is the core of what it means to be inbound, to have some sort of innate sense of, I don't know, altruism, for lack of a better word, where you don't stress about hiding your secret sauce. Instead, you want to give it away for free. 
I actually did this with my pillar on how to create a content style guide, impactbnd.com forward slash content hyphen style hyphen guide. And I was really nervous because I literally gave away my entire process, workshop guidelines and tips, worksheet templates, the presentation template, the content style guide template, like everything. I just literally gave it away. And then I saw this message in Impact Elite and I just, it made my day. Hold on just a second. Let me see if I can find it. Here we go. Shout out to Liz Murphy for creating the most complete guide to creating a content style guide on the planet. I am so prepared to tackle this project now. I even have comebacks for when people complain during the workshop exercises. Thank goodness, because I would have been unprepared and probably would have just stared at them all with a look of gastrointestinal upset. So thank you, Liz. Um, that comment from Michelle Ann Alfano, I don't, know, I don't know what to say. I was really speechless when I saw that. And, and my goal is to create more moments like that for myself because, you know, I'm me. I got to be doing what I got to do, but also to empower others inside and outside of impact to do the same, to create those moments for themselves where they forge that connection with someone across the country and another part of the world where they reach out and say to you, hey, I cannot begin to tell you how much you have helped me. I couldn't be doing what I'm doing without you. And that's what it's all about, folks. They may never spend a dime with impact, and that's totally fine. But I, it was just a really great moment. And I hope you guys are all going into 2019 with the goal of creating those moments for yourselves with others. Okay, finally, I want to continue to innovate with Content Lab. So it is the most valuable podcast it can possibly be for all of you. I've already spoken with a few of you and gotten some invaluable feedback on what you love about the podcast already and what is on your wish list for Content Lab in the future. Now, don't panic. You're going to continue to hear interviews with some of the best content brains in the industry, and I'm still going to be sharing some of my favorite tips and tools and tricks for being that rock star content creator we all want to be. But my goal for this year is to make sure that I'm doing it in a way that is the most helpful possible. Anyway. That's what's on my mind uh, going into this year, but happy 2018, everyone. I'm, I'm really excited to embark on this new year of content creation with all of you. Uh, if you want to stay in touch before next week's episode, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at NaptownPint. Uh, you can also find me on LinkedIn. I have strangely started finding the value in it. Um, it's actually a really fun place to be, and I find myself checking it out. Um, multiple times a day. It is so weird. I never thought I would be a LinkedIn person. Anyway, I digress. You can find me on LinkedIn. My username is Liz Clayam. That's where I am. Find me. Let's chit chat. It'll be fun. Also, don't forget to subscribe to my Content Lab monthly newsletter. That is actually going to be going out within the next 24 hours. So if you haven't already subscribed, get the to Impact's website, navigate to Content Lab, and sign yourself up. And with that, I'll talk to you next time.